Hello everybody, my name is Caleb Olson, and welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. Observational Banter is all about me, I get to talk about what I've been going through lately, what am I looking forward to in the near future, and all fun things just like that. The date of this recording is August 20th, 2023, and it's currently 9.40 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got all of that out of the way. And man, what an episode this is going to be. I had such a great, fun, amazing weekend. Really can't wait to get into it, but we're going to get it all started as we would with any other week. We're going to get it all kicked off with Monday. So Monday was a big day for me, I think. This week has gone by so quickly. So many things happen. But yeah, this past Monday was Jambar Employee Orientation, which if you are a new listener to the show, the Jambar is the official student newspaper of Youngstown State University, and I do work for them. Not, I don't actually like write stories for the newspaper, though. I help out with all like the broadcast and web shows that we do and everything like that. So that's what I do. It was employee orientation, getting to, you know, all the new people that were hired over the summer, just getting them acclimated to their positions. I didn't really have to be there, I didn't have anything new going on, but I did want to log the hours into my timesheet, so that's why I went, and also got to see all my friends again, which was really nice. That was really the only thing that happened on Monday, nothing else was really too crazy about it. Moving on to Tuesday, a few things happened, Uh, one of the big ones being is that I met with the, not like the dean of the business college, but she does hold a pretty important position regarding my major because they're changing it from like telecommunications which is what I am and they're pretty much just like rebranding retitling it to multimedia communications which is pretty much the same thing like the the curriculum's pretty much the same but just for me I'm wondering hey you know I'm going into my senior year I graduate in less than a year like how does this affect me like do I have to change any classes if I did want to like have to force to change my major anything like that, and so we went over that, looked over the curriculum, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to ride out telecommunications for the time being, if I do want to change my mind, like in the spring, if I want to change my major, it wouldn't be that big of a difference, I think it would just be like one additional class, which I'm already like searching for classes to fill up my 12 credits to be considered full-time anyway, so maybe it'll be worth it, but we'll figure out when we get there, either way, it's not that big of a deal. Then Tuesday night wrestling practice, it was the first time I had a tag team match in a while. We had a tag team match for practice, and it was fun. I got the win, that's all that matters, because you know what? When it comes to wrestling, wins and losses, you're going to think people were meant about you. Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Moving on to Wednesday now. Wednesday, did anything big happen? I'm really trying to think about it. Yes, something huge happened. So, I went to the grocery store because, you know, I'm running low on food. I need some more breakfast food to get ready for this upcoming school year. Got to get those Pop-Tarts and bananas somehow. And um, as I came back home and I walked through the door, the streak was broken. I saw my roommate for the first time since he moved in. So what was that? How long was the streak for a move into now? It was like, you know, he moved in Sunday, all of Monday, all of Tuesday, and then like Wednesday evening. I saw him for the first time. So you know what, like a three and a half, almost four day streak of not seeing my roommate, I'll take that. I tried to make the interaction as short as possible though, I walked in, he was in the kitchen, I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, I'm like, alright, see ya. And then I just went straight into my room, you know, didn't say anything beyond that. I mean, listen, I was able to key my way into the apartment, I assume he knows that I live there, (laughs) somehow, 
Uh, and yeah, that's really the only big thing that happened on Wednesday. Moving on to Thursday now. Uh, Thursday, during the workday, we had some training because coming up this week, which is happening Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, is international student orientation for YSU, which yes, I am involved in that orientation process as well. So it was a bit of a training day for that just because the uh, schedule for the day and everything like that is different compared to the normal domestic student orientation. So just like kind of familiarizing yourself with the schedule, what it all looks like, everything like that. Uh, definitely what happened on Thursday, Thursday night was just a normal wrestling practice. It was fun. We did a fun cartwheel drill, which you can uh, find at the AIW social medias. See the videos of that. Uh, my cartwheel could have been a lot better. I just kind of did like a weird spin on my hands. Didn't really look all that athletic, but I kind of did the drill. So it is what it is. I didn't hurt myself and I didn't hurt anybody else. So it was a successful drill, if you ask me. Now we're moving on to Friday, and Friday is a big day uh, because, so I did have the last YSU domestic orientation was on Friday, and it was a really big group because it was pretty much everyone who, A, tried to get into other schools and were rejected, and YSU was their last choice, and now they have to do the last session for it, or B, they were just really lazy and wanted to choose the last session just so like they don't have to worry about it. I don't know why anyone would do the last session instead of like trying to get the first ones if they knew they were going to YSU. But whatever. It's not up to me to make the decisions. It's just up to me to help them out. And I did have a team on Friday. I was a team leader. Which I mean like I like having teams I guess. I had a good team on Friday so I will take that. But like so for orientation leading... There are three different roles that you can have during the day. You have a team, which is what I had and what I had most of the summer. You can be in a registration lab, which I did, I think, at least three times, maybe four, which is pretty much during the part of the day where the students register for classes for the fall. You're just in the little computer lab area helping out if there's any errors, anything like that. And then there's also the third role, which is quote-unquote runner, excuse me, which I never got to do, never got a chance to do, never got assigned that, but pretty much you're just chilling out in kind of like the main, not lobby, I don't know how to describe it, but it's pretty much just like the home base, quote unquote, per se, if you will, of like the whole orientation session, and so you're just there to like kind of do stuff as needed, and from what I can tell, is the most laid-back position. And, of course, it's the one that I never got this whole summer. Maybe I'm going to get it. I already know on Tuesday I have a team. Uh, but maybe Wednesday will be my day off for international orientation. You never know. Ah, anyway, I'm not complaining, though. I love my job. But then, Friday night, I had to quickly drive over as soon as orientation ended and I got to go home. I had to quickly go home change out of my uh, work uniform, get into my AIW stuff, make the drive over to Hartville, back for the Hartville flea market, because we had an AIW show there, completely free, I hope you went, it was a great time, we had Ahmed Johnson in the building, plenty of good matches, I got there roughly 30 minutes before opening bell, so like, obviously, if I would have known that, hey, there's a schedule conflict here between orientation and wrestling, I would have chosen wrestling, but because this Hartville show was kind of a last-minute addition, I didn't have that time to call off of orientation, so I had to do both, but it's okay, we got it done, that's all that matters. And yeah, overall, the show was really good, I didn't really do too much, I just manned the hard camera the whole time, easy enough. 
and then after the show, I got to go to, the, there was, like, a cool carnival, like, fair thing going on, like, at the lot over, so I went over there for a little bit, and that was pretty fun, did some, uh, you'll see the fun footage coming out of that, it's, it was really good, really cool, if you ask me. That's pretty much it on Friday, uh, went home, and then had to get ready nice and early Saturday, because Saturday was such a big day, it was the wedding of Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham. So we got over, uh, first things first, met up with Chase Oliver and Mrs. Chase Oliver, shout out Megan, went over to the church that the wedding ceremony was taking place at, and there you go, I learned something, I learned, you know, the differences of what a ceremony is, and what a reception is, and everything in between. The only other wedding I've been to prior to this past Saturday was the wedding of my dad and my stepmom, and they split in like 2000, what year was that? 16? 17? Yeah, they didn't stay together for, well, actually, for a decent amount of time. Anyways, but I digress. Uh, so yeah, so you know, and like, when they got married, I was really young. I was less than 10, maybe, if that. I don't know. Things go by really quickly. So yeah, definitely, <laughs> um, you know, got to see it for a whole new perspective. But it's not like I went there as a guest, you know, I had work to do. And so I was part of the wedding videography team. So I got some cool shots outside the church, inside the church. And then, you know, the ceremony itself, you know, it's stressful. It's not like you can ask them, hey, can you uh, go down the aisle one more time? I want to get a different angle. Can you put the rings on each other for a second time? Can you get this kiss? We need another one more shot. The lighting was bad. Like everything is just, you know, one take, one take, one take. And so there is some stress there. But as long as like I was able to stay cool and collected, I'm sure the footage turned out great. I think I did a decent enough job for it being my first wedding, so I'll take it. It is what it is, and you know what? It's over now. But overall, the day was really fun. It was a really good wedding to uh, everybody, everybody involved. Everyone did, you know, with they had a part involved, they did it perfectly. I got to be on the uh, wedding party bus, which was pretty fun. Going from the ceremony, they went over to downtown Cleveland, excuse me, to take pictures. And I got to part, uh, be a part of the party bus for all of that. It was fun. Got some fun footage over there. Chug some water. Shout out Ronald, uh, DJ Two Legs for mixing it up over there <laughs> over on the uh, bus speakers. But yeah, just really good time. Like everyone was really enjoying themselves. You can tell everyone was really happy to be there, excited to be there. After the pictures, we got over to the reception where the party continued. You know, we got some dancing. We got, that's where, you know, for those who have never been to a wedding, a reception is where it's like all the fun stuff happens where you know you got like the speeches and the toasts and the dances and where they cut the cake and dude shout out uh, the wedding entrance for the bride and the groom there was pyro in the building it was crazy uh but yeah and so we didn't really work too hard during the reception like obviously we got the footage of the toasts and the dances but everything else was just kind of extra. That's where we got our food, which I was very excited for because the only thing I had to eat prior to eating at the reception was a Pop-Tart for breakfast. So, you know, I was really running on empty there for a while. But yeah, no, really good time. Really enjoyed. It was great to see everybody there. Uh, shout out Derek, Mikey, and Ziggy. They were all there as well, so I got to hang out with them for a little bit. But yeah, just really good wedding. And hey, shout out. I, um, so there was like, you know, obviously a DJ, an entertainment company for this reception so there's the actual disc jockey and then there's kind of the technician with them and hey i'm just saying this technician i know you know it was a wedding between uh dan and colleen but i'm telling you this technician 
we did technically eat dinner together at this wedding. So, I mean, just saying, you know, we shook hands at the end of the night. I remember her name. Who knows if she remembers mine? Just saying. Could be the one. Could be the one. And then, yeah, that was pretty much it on Saturday. Um, Everything just, like, the whole day actually went by pretty quickly for as long as we were out and about and everything like that. It was a pretty quick day, and it was just a really fun day. Again, congratulations to uh, Dan and Colleen. I hope you guys have a wonderful marriage. You guys, you know, everything seems to be, you guys really care for each other, like each other. From what I saw, I hope you guys just have congrats on everything. You know, everyone there, you all did a great job. Overall, really, really good wedding. And then Sunday, that's today. Nothing really happened because, you know, I have a big week coming up this week. I just went through a pretty long weekend. So today was my day to just kind of relax, chill out for a little bit. You know what? That's perfectly fine with that. I'll take a day to myself any day of the week. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I told you guys I had a really big weekend with AIW and Hartville on Friday. Got the wedding on Saturday. All the big orientation stuff happening this week. It's going to be nuts. So I hope you guys are ready for it. So allow me to give me a second to uh, catch my breath because I'm sure you can tell I'm starting to get the hiccups a little bit from talking so much. So let me catch my breath. Then we're going to get into the voicemails. Don't go anywhere. Alright, thank you for giving me a second to catch my breath, and now it is time to get into the observational voicemail line. If you'd like to leave a message on the observational voicemail inbox, you can do so by calling 330-333-2005. Please play my theme song. So we have a few voicemails in the inbox this week. A, uh, you know, I guess Dr. Dan and Two Legs were just having so much fun at the reception they forgot to leave some for me. But it's alright, we can get into it next week. But our first voicemail here for this week is going to be from the other JB. Hey there, observational banter. Hello Jeff there. Here. So, Hello um, there. As you know, and the world knows, I am a champion with the FTW title. So, Correct. Uh, time to impart a little bit of knowledge on the observation, observational banter rights. Uh-oh. Banterers? I don't know. Whatever. We are all called. So, you want to be the best. You got to be the best. So, in order to be the best, you got to train like the best in order to train like the best you've got to eat like the best and that's why the program is the best made to order sandwich available all right thank you (laughs) the pilgrim makes its comeback man you were really building up to something there about being the best and beating the best and training like the best it all comes back to the pilgrim of course you know what else would be appropriate for the diet of a champion Uh, But anyway, the preferred term for the observational banter listeners I've been rolling with are the observational lists, so that's what you can title yourself as. But speaking of some competition, though, with the other JB, it's TV. Tyler Berry's here with the next voicemail. Yo, what's up, observational banter? What is up, Caleb? Yo. It is Tyler Berry here. Sorry I don't have any sound effects, and sorry that I haven't left the voicemail in a while. No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, as usual, we're going to ask the question of the week, and Let's this do week it. it is not so much a question, but I'm curious to know what you would rank each building on the YSU campus Whoa. from 
Best to worst. Oops, sorry, I just hit my horn. From best to worst. Hopefully I uh, remember to leave you a voicemail next week. So uh, we'll see you then. All right. Thanks for calling in. Uh, sorry about your horn. So ranking the best to worst buildings at YSU. Uh, you know, it's a pretty good, pretty good ranking system. Uh, for the purposes of this list, I will just be sticking to academic buildings. So any buildings that hold classrooms in them, uh, because otherwise, you know, Kilcally Center, Beagley Center, they would just take the cake. And there's, you know, a decent handful of buildings I've just never been in. So strictly uh, placing this on our buildings that hold classes, best to worst. Uh, just to point it out, two buildings that hold classes that I've never been to, uh, Coley Hall and Silvestri Hall, formerly known as the Phelps Building. I have never been in either of those buildings, so I do not feel like I can fairly rank them, but best to worst. Coming in at number one, we have Bliss Hall. That's where the TV studio is. That's where I have most of my communication classes. Lots of, it's really cool. I mean, that's where the band and all of them practice. So I always get to hear really cool music. Lots of cool technology and things happening over in Bliss Hall. It's right next to my apartment building. So I walk, you know, less than 200 feet and I'm in Bliss Hall, which is really useful as well. So that's number one. Coming in at number two is Williamson Hall. That's one of the newer buildings on campus, one of the newest academic buildings. Uh, the only downside of it is that it is a pretty far uh, walk away from the rest of campus. But once you are in there, it's very modern. The architecture is very nice, really open, lots of good things happening in Williamson. Number three is DeBartlow Hall. I know some people might be a little surprised of how highly I'm ranking DeBartlow. But I mean, I have a lot of good memories in there. That's where I did most of my work as a sign language tutor. That's where my sign language class was held. It's a really nice building. You know, very uh, underrated is DeBarlow. Number four is Michelle Hall. I know. I mean, Michelle, Meshel, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a good building right uh, attached to the Wick Avenue parking deck. So it has some points for it there. Again, just another really cool building. I really like the unique architecture. Over down on the first floor is kind of like a computer lab, but it's all Macintosh computers. So if I need to do some advanced work in Premiere Pro or Photoshop, I can do that over there. Coming in at number five is Cushwall Hall, the home of health and human services. I know, definitely, it's a. I really like the design of it because it's pretty much, it's all open in the middle. And everything is based around catwalks that go around the sides. And plus, that's where the dentistry school is in. You already know my opinions on that. Coming in at number six is Ward Beecher Hall, which is the science building at YSU. I know once you go on the inside, it kind of feels like a bunch of high school hallways based off like the lockers and the tile flooring. But what really gives it uh, props over all the other buildings is the planetarium that's in there. So Ward Beecher definitely has a lot going for it just based off the planetarium alone. Coming in at number seven is Mosier Hall, which is the engineering building. Uh, it's really cool. If you've never been, go down to the basement of Mosier Hall. Really tall ceilings, really wide hallways, really big classrooms, everything like that. Mosier Hall is pretty cool, really underrated in that aspect. Coming in at number eight is Folk Hall, which is the honors building. I only had class there for one semester when I was in the honors college. It's not your traditional classroom building. It's pretty much just a house that they repurposed to have classrooms in. But it's really cool. Again, another really cool basement down in Folk. 
Number nine is Beagley Hall, the building of education, which I know I do have a lot of education majors. I'm sorry, I don't feel great putting uh, Beagley Hall down this low, but I mean, hey, you know, it is what it is. It's just kind of really skinny hallways, uh, just classrooms. It doesn't really have a lot of character to it. I don't really have that deep of an investment in the building itself. I mean, it's cool. I can definitely see why people would like it, but it's just not for me. It's right by Pressed. I get that. I, You know, that's pretty cool. And coming in at number 10 to round out the buildings is Kafara Hall, formerly known as the Lincoln Building. Uh, that's where I had my first and only math class at YSU. It just doesn't have a lot of character. It's pretty small. It's just a really small rectangle with a staircase in the middle that takes you up. There's no windows, like, anywhere from what I could tell. It's just not the best building to be in. No character at all. So, yeah, that's my 1 through 10. Again, starting from the top, being the best building and 10 being the worst building. is Bliss, Williamson, DeBartolo, Michelle, Kushwa, Ward Beecher, Mosier, Folk, Beagley, and Kafaro. Not applicable, Coley, and Silvestri. Once again, thank you for listening for these rankings. Thank you for all the phone calls this week. If you'd like to leave a message of your own, you can do so by calling 330-333-2005. I'd like to thank bensound.com for letting me use their music in the intro to this podcast. And man, coming up this week is going to be a big week. I have Ignite training on Monday, tomorrow, today, as you're listening to this. I have international orientations Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday is Ignite, Friday is Classifying Tours, Saturday is Wrestle Rager, Sunday is Oldie Wrestling. We have a full week of stuff going on. And then coming up next Monday the 28th, school's back in session. So really busy week to get me, you know, into the school year. But it's okay. And I mentioned it, this Saturday is Wrestle Rager over at the Nor- uh, No Class up in Cleveland, Ohio. Get your tickets at AIWrestling.com. It's going to be a really good time. While you're over there supporting AIW, the on-demand replay of the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament, second annual, is was uploaded earlier today. So make sure you watch that if you have not already. Really good show, top to bottom. And uh, the song, the outro this week, is from a band that I discovered back in December because they did a cover to a song that was used in Gotham Knights. So really deep cut there of how I found this band. Uh, But I'm really glad I did. I really like them a lot. They are super underrated. Don't really have a lot of plays on Spotify, but they deserve a lot of them. And the title of the song is my advice to the wrestlers competing at Rager this weekend. The band is No Bro. The song is Don't Die. And I'll see you later on Observational Banter.